Action. Hola, amigos. Hello. Uh, I feel like we needed some like Spanish music going. Go yeah, we do, do the intro and I'll find something for it. <laughs> we both like look that. like we're uh, Megalitos. Miguelitos. Welcome to the Paradise version of Terrible Reception Podcast. <laughs> so for a little context, I'm wearing this shirt because I saw Rich post a... Uh, Selfie. Picture a selfie of himself in a floral shirt, floral arrangements. So I said I needed to match the vibes today. I feel like selfies are rare now. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to post a selfie where it's like, because I didn't want to enter that world like like Instagram will like instantly make you narcissistic. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let's be, um, mommy. Hey, here we go. Here we go. So basically, I just wanted to swag it up on a Tuesday. I want to feel like I'm on vacation. So here we go. All we need is like a bunch of Dominican women to come in and start twerking on the show. Pretty sure that's the music video right there. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see that Freddie? Hear that Freddie Gibbs verse? Nah. On that, oh man, he went ham on it. Yeah. Hold on. We'll play it real quick. Let's get flag left and right. Where is it? No, I love the music parts of the podcast because it adds so much life in the background or like to the emotion we're trying to evoke. Uh huh. I wish, I mean, in audio podcasting, they don't flag you for some reason. But on YouTube, obviously, they flag you. Yeah. YouTube's just trying to sucks. look out. But I see. I see. And I'm trying to find this song real quick so everybody can hear it. Here he is. Jay's reminding me of, like, the vacation version of Sub-Zero. And I'm, like, the vacation <laughs> version of Scorpion. And, you know, like, that's like the it. color scheme. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, get over here. And you're like... Like, like let it. me let me ice you up real quick. Here we go. Oh no, this ain't it. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> That's way too Freddie Gibbs for it. That was very Freddie Gibbs. What what was Kinda he on? A Latin it. Latin song? Yeah, he was uh on a Dembo song. Mm. But I can't find the artist. But anyway, welcome to the Terrible Reception Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 60. 60. 60. So we kind of got dressed up for the right reasons, right? Yeah, six zeros subconsciously dressed for the occasion. I hope we're dressed like this when we're 60. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. I'd be like, Jay, get over here. The gray uh, taco meat going on. I'd be like, they got a buffet with free tacos. Turkey taco meat. <laughs> 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 but uh, thank you guys for sticking around this long. We've done this 60 times, guys. Damn. That is crazy. Actually, more than 60 times because we did a couple of quarantine episodes Specials, that we yeah. didn't count as uh, episodes. But, um, you know, as always, head over to the YouTube. If you haven't already, subscribe. Hit that bell notification if you haven't already. That way you get a bell no- uh that way you get a notification every time that we drop a video. And uh, head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Makes us look good. Um, and head over to Spotify and just follow the podcast and uh, hit that little button that lets you know when we drop an episode. That way you get notified when we drop an episode. And even though we're not getting paid or we're not getting sponsored, but we're gearing towards it. 
We're trying let's, to get there. Let's hit them with the first one tonight. Tonight's special drink mm-hmm. and special whiskey of the evening is brought to you by Santori Whiskey. Yes. Straight from Japan. The and golden hour in your glass. Unofficial sponsor for every episode that we've done the last 10 episodes. I think. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, thank man, you, but... Santori, for uh, giving us a vibe. Hopefully you sponsor us one day or any of you local whiskey people. Your whiskey drinkers. Yeah, man. If you know any whiskey breweries in the area that uh, wants to ship us a bottle so we could try it out and, uh, you know, rate it and yeah. shout it out over here on the podcast, let us know. Let's do. Because we'd love that. Yeah. And we love Santori. That's a beautiful bottle, by the way. It is a beautiful bottle. Right? It just, like, it just screams superiority, elegance. It does. Sophistication. I think the the right color of brown in the whiskey is, like, perfect. Yeah, it's not too dark, not too light. It's like a perfect. It's like yeah, this will hit you nice. Yeah, you know, and it's a great flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he sips, <laughs> it's delicious. It's smooth. It's smooth. It's like the Japanese version. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna even say it. They'll get mad at me. What? No, I was gonna compare it to another whiskey. I was like, wrong That's move, <laughs> wrong move. <laughs> uh, which one? The smooth one that we usually drink that's around like 40 bucks. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, I found the song finally. Play it real quick. The artist's name is Chiki, Chiki, El de la Vaina. That's basically your name if you're retired from Benetton. Chiki? Yeah. Chiki. Like, like, that's vaina. your solo artist name. Doesn't matter your J Suarez anymore. Your name El is Chiki. Vaina. Chiki, El de la Vaina. El de la Vaina basically means of the. Vaina is like shit of the oh, shit. Okay. Like he's the shit, basically. That's dope. Not poop. <laughs> <laughs> A higher level of poop. <laughs> is this Freddie Gibbs here? Uh-huh. He's on the hook. He does a verse too. Is it? It's the second or third verse. What you pictured for the last song that I played is exactly this music video. It's just them rapping in front of Big Booty, Dominican girl. See, I would like, I would listen to Freddie Gibbs. Like, I do, like, once in a while, but like, I probably listen to more artists more often if they like kept doing that. Just like experimenting? And not only branching ex- out. like I wouldn't even say experimenting, like commit to it, like do more songs with Latin artists, expand your brand, not just That's one song, like just like rap on the rhythm that other people can understand. So it's like, oh, Freddie Gibbs part is coming out. I don't know what anybody else is saying. It's been keeping me dancing, mm-hmm. dancing rhythmically, mm-hmm. but now I have my part that I can enjoy. Yeah, or the other way around, where it's like you're Dominican, don't exactly. understand English. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's that's what I always thought was really cool in France because there was always that, you know, they'll throw Eminem on something. None of the French people, I'm not saying none of them, but like a majority for sure is like, everybody takes English, but like not everybody's going to understand fully. Mm-hmm. But I saw how France went ham when uh, Kanye and Jay-Z did uh, N-Words in Paris. <laughs> but I'm saying like, it's just like people don't, you know, people are going off of shit sonically. So it's like, just do it more often. It's like there's money bags waiting for you, like for you to just think mm-hmm. 
Jersey, New York, the South, or yeah. West Coast is your market. That's it. Yeah. That's what I like about Diplo. He like works with Korean artists. He works with Joe Schmo in like Brazil. And yeah, then but he'll jump over to Portugal and work with an artist out there. Again, that's why we can't even unfortunately Freddie Gibbs, you know, maybe you're on the right path, but I'm saying we can't put Freddie Gibbs and Diplo in the same line of success. Like Diplo, Will I Am, these guys maybe made an will, effort. Maybe this will expand. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like already audience. for him to make that move is a smart move. But mm-hmm. like these artists do it like here and there, where it's like if you committed yourself a little bit more, I think mm-hmm. it'd be really successful. I agree. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. You're <laughs> cheeky, <laughs> cheeky El Delavina. <laughs> uh, let me see. Where should we that's start? what you call like uh before before we switch topics. Huh? That's what you call like dembo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the Basically dembo. dembo. It's mad simple, but fuck it, gets you up off your ass. Like yeah, I would say dembo. It had a very dembo rhythm to it. Yeah. More commercial appeal. I, I would guess. say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. So I have a few topics, but let's start off with um. Signal check. <laughs> I like how I just pressed the button that we say. Oh, I know, right? Me. I'd even look at you. <laughs> Yo, signal check is for for anybody that's new here. For who? Uh, for who? Anybody that's new here, and for anybody that needs a reminder, signal check is us checking us checking. What the fuck is wrong with me today? Checking in on each other. You're in <laughs> checking with Chevy checkers on. <laughs> So this is a, se- a segment of the show where we check in with each other, make sure we're good. Uh, and if we're not good, how we got through the week, we're having a stressful week, we vent about it. Um, or if we are okay now, how we got through the week. So uh, we haven't been here in a couple weeks because we've been booked and busy. Good problems to have. We've been booked and busy. So, um, you know, we've been having difficult time uh, meeting to record the podcast because we've been editing photos, editing videos, shooting Stuff like that. So uh, I went first last time. So now you go, sir. My week was shit. (laughs) Dude, I haven't been so fucked up in a minute. I can't even lie. Does this make you feel better? Signal (laughs) check. No, not at all. Because once you press that, I said, damn, I'm going to have to tell Jay about my horrendous fucking work week. Let's do it. Stressed, stressed, stressed. Okay, first of all, as everybody was on the same page... One, running your own business is not all the fucking glamour that it seems because you have a lot of people that you have to commit to and deadlines and all that shit and everybody thinks that they're the only one. Yes, so it was like, it was just like one of those situations where I was trying to be as diligent because the thing at the end of the day, yes, we take pride in our turnaround time, but when we do get busy, we also want to give you quality, okay? Mm-hmm. Quality is the fucking goal. And I never want to rush somebody's project, even if they want to rush it. And if they want to rush it, for sure, it gives me more of a green light to say, hey, you asked for this. This is what you got. I still tried to do my best. Right. But on top of that, between having taxes, um, a couple clients or potential clients not taking um, booking times seriously or... Um, you know, booking request calls seriously. It's like I had to move a lot of shit around. And when I do that, you know, I really commit time to people that come in the studio that want to record or edit Mm -hmm. 
or outside of it and everything else. So it's like when you move one thing around, you know, like the whole... Fucks up your whole day. The whole shit. So like on top of that, I don't know what happened. Like there was a couple of nights I just really couldn't sleep. And I've been like on a good sleep schedule for, for most of this year, um, even against COVID. But I was like, I couldn't sleep. Um, I was having like, I'm not panic attacks, but I felt anxiety rising. And there was like so many back-to-backs that there was a couple of jobs that when we formatted cards, and everybody knows when you format something, you erase something. So I thought that I formatted certain work before backing it up. And I like, I could have swore, but even before even checking that, I was like, I deleted this shit. It's so stressful. It's bad stressful. So it's like, those things just accumulated. Um, taxes, never fun, especially if you're doing it. If you're self-employed, if you're employed by somebody else, we all know it's just a fucking nightmare. And for me, I'm going to get into my other bag where I just feel it's like, or like automatic slaves <laughs> to this shit. It's like, it's not bad that we don't potentially make enough where it's like, we can always like ride out the year. It's mm-hmm. always like, damn, I got, you got to look at like, Everything you're spending, and it's just like, mm-hmm. damn, okay. A lot of people talk about owning a business, right? And they don't realize how expensive it is just to keep the business running. Yeah. As far as like fees and uh, I forget what they do with the registration as far as like checking in every year, making sure your business is still good. So it's a lot of money that goes into it. So you have to pay for your taxes. You have to pay for them to get done, number one. Number two, you have to pay the money that you owe in taxes. You got to... Deal with customers that don't like paying taxes. Right. Deal with customers as well. Um, What else? Uh, You have to, like I mentioned, uh, check in with the state every year. And that's like a $170 fee to make them know like, hey, we're still a business. We're still here. Because a lot of people don't understand that if you're not running as a business, they can take away your LLC and consider you a hobbyist. Mm Mm-hmm. On top of registering yourself, registering yourself as an LLC, that's a fee in itself. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's a lot of fees. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fees. And I noticed this year in taxes, and fuck you, New Jersey, <laughs> is that if you don't have insurance, medical insurance, they charge you. Get penalized for it. Get penalized for it. Why is that? Crazy, right? I don't get it. Murphy, holla at us. Get Let your us shit know. together, bro. I don't get that. I really don't. It's like it's like your choice to like go to the doctor or not, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I I don't know why, but if I had to get into my technical bag, it's probably due to you becoming a liability if you don't take care of yourself. I don't know, but still, you you the you're, person you're had to come, come out, out of pocket. Right, you're still gonna come out of pocket if you get hurt. So or... why fucking charge me seven hundred dollars that I didn't put into health insurance? You know what I'm saying? So, so you have like, to pay the money because you don't have health insurance, and then on top of that, if you get sick, God forbid, get sick or hurt, you got to visit the hospital. You got to pay that bill. Again, if you're that. not a fucking slave, it's like you're <laughs> fucking punished. I like. I also feel like, as much as America's a corporation, it's like if you choose to take the route of becoming your own corporation as well, they're gonna test your ass. They're gonna say, "Do you really want to?" work for yourself and build an empire or do you want to work for me and I'll make your job easier? Which is not the case, mm-hmm. right? Everybody that works a nine to five is still stressing. So it's like, 
red pill, blue pill, both gonna fuck you up. <laughs> it's just like they were gonna turn it to uh, Dr. Seuss real quick. No, no, red, red pill, pill, blue pill, pill. green pill. <laughs> um, okay. So your week was not good. No, not or at stressful. All. Stressful. I mean, today is the only day that I really. I mean, even today I woke up, did a couple wedding edits because I have to. I mean, I still got time on it, but I need to get to a client or clients. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just wanted to enjoy the weather. Like, I hate when it's nice out and I'm stuck in most of the day just because, again, either you're waiting on somebody or you have to get on that call and you want to be in a place that's like sound proper. Like, I don't want to be walking in the street. You know, with uh, construction, police horns, wind, and all this shit trying to talk to a client. Because I feel like it just... Unprofessional. Yeah, it's just unprofessional. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like, it just doesn't... I don't I don't think it's a good look. Yeah, I get it. So, rough week. Rough week. How'd you get through it? Um, I would usually say, like, I uh, eat my... Eat your sorrows. <laughs> I eat my sorrows away. I didn't even have that. Um, I don't know. I just, I really tried to balance my time, but I didn't have any of it. Does that make sense? Like, as much as I tried to organize my time and say, hey, mm-hmm. um, 11 p.m. tonight, one size. I start from like 11, like, I would say I start at 10.30 in the morning and I go to like 11 at night and I try to have a cutoff moment because it's like just like any other running business. Unfortunately, people think that you're open 24 hours. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're saying timing wise as far as when you should be working and when you should stop working. Yeah, because I had had like (laughs) like certain clients, like I don't know where they get off. And like I have like tons. Again, we have tons of nice clients. But there's some clients that are just fucking rude. Or they're like they'll hit they'll have a conversation with themselves. Like they'll hit me at eight in the morning, and I'm not up till like nine thirty from the evening before just to take my time. Like my again, the office is not opening up till like any other business like ten o'clock. So when I like reach out to somebody at like ten thirty, they already had a whole conversation and hit you with the question marks. Like, are you there? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, relax. Because when you hit that person in particular. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'll hit you back, or I don't have time of right course. now. You know, so it's like one of those people. And um, you, like, run, you run on their time, you know that? Huh? You have to run on their time, you know? <laughs> Wild. <laughs> no, so it's like, again, like, even though I organized my time, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, off is going to be from 10 to 10. Like, I'll take a late call, like, maybe 9.45, or, like, I'll text back at a 9.45. But I have people texting me at, like, 11.30, like, can you get this to me? And I'm like... Yeah, that's... Like, that's I had no day to myself because, yeah. like, I'd even, like, what? Like, get a shower in, uh, you know, my... I'm dinner. eating at 4 o'clock. And I'm like, that's a weird time. Like, is it dinner or lunch? You know what I'm saying? This is my first meal of the day, so... Liner. What sounds better, liner or dunch? Dunch is, like... Because brunch sounds cool. I smell horseshit when you say dunch. Dunch, okay. Throw that out. <laughs> liner is, like, at least... We might have a slight hint of like <laughs> breakfast in there, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for it, it, it sucks. It really does. And the thing that some clients don't get is that there has to be a level of professionalism, unless we're like friends, right? Unless we're friends, I think um, it's a gray area. It's a gray area, right? Mm-hmm. And even then, you have to like set those boundaries as far as like, listen, we're just hanging out, like you know, because the friend stuff. 
I noticed the friend stuff, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. the friend stuff starts getting too relaxed. So when you say three o'clock and mm-hmm. you're like, yo, where you at? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll be there at four. I'm like, when were you going to tell me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, There's definitely a little bit of that too. Um, A lot of that sometimes. Um, I noticed that more with family. Okay. Like um, I did a shoot the other day just off the strength because it was one of my little cousin's birthdays. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be here. Might as well just take some photos because we were planning to do like a first birthday type of shoot. Okay. But it never happened because of weather, timing and stuff like that. So yeah. um, I took these photos of the actual event, just taking just taking photos while I'm sitting there, just snapping photos here and there. And um, that turns into a, hey, I love the pictures, but do you think we can actually do the photo shoot that we planned on? So now you have to set up another day for that. Mm. I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, you have to pay for this one, right? (laughs) The other one was just off the strength or whatever. But, um, you know, it's just, I think, setting those boundaries with people from the jump. uh, Because some people just don't get it. They don't get the hint. I think thankfully on my end, most, I think all of the friends that I've, that I've shot for have been good as far as like boundaries and respecting those boundaries. Um, I think I maybe had one, maybe two incidents in those, like I said, just with family that uh, OD a little bit or just push a little too much, not knowing how much work goes into this. Because apparently as like when you're self-employed and people like start coming to you for professional experiences. It's like you walk around with these imaginary udders and people are like, how much can I milk his udders for on each single udder? Teats. Yeah, you're like, one teat is time. One time, you know, one is like, uh, you know, extra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like all this other shit. And I'm like, yo, like my udders are fucking sore, sore as shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry you went through that. No, I appreciate it. Now it's just like, you know what? It's 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 part of like I I always think to myself, like, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, it's like people always talk about privilege and this and this and that. But when you live in a certain type of world, like you're always gonna have the things that like end up being annoyances or bug you. It's just like you're at a different level of living, right? Mm-hmm. So like you can't compare your lifestyle to somebody else that does whatever, whatever in construction or whatever. Like there's all the different, you know, maybe the guy in construction is dealing with the guy that like doesn't get him his lumber on time or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And that fucks up his day. But it's mm-hmm. like for me, it's like the cordiality. It's the seriousness. It's the. It was great talking to you for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Are you going to run and steal with my ideas and try to have somebody else accomplish them or are you going to actually solidify that invoice with me? You know what I'm saying? And that shit happens too because I remember Jerry mentioned that when she was on the episode uh, a few episodes ago Mm -hmm. that she would have like a sit down or a phone call with a client, give them like bounce ideas off of each other and then she would go off either do it by her and then the client would either go off and do it with somebody else or do it herself. That's wild. Um, And people don't understand that yeah, we're just sitting here having a conversation, but that is our time. Yeah. You know, our time that we could be with another client or doing a shoot or working on edits. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, because like the thing that like holds the most, um, value 
is your is your thoughts. Intellectual property mm-hmm. is your biggest asset. You know what I'm saying? People people forget that creatives like our biggest asset that we invest to is like we gotta stay healthy. Our minds gotta work. Everything else because it's like we're giving you intellectual property. We're giving you ideas that could potentially change the course of your whole career, mm-hmm. your whole business, your whole imagery, mm-hmm. everything included. And we could be the reason you pop off. And the thing is, if if you don't go to the chef with the initial recipe, it doesn't mean that it will be executed the way it should have been to have you reach a Michelin star fucking quality level. Mm. And that's what people forget. They think that everybody's a fucking Michelin star ready chef. Mm-hmm. There's different chefs. There's there's a motherfucker that can make you a banging ass breakfast at a low grade uh, IHOP, but there's a difference between like you know some um, classically French trained Italian you know um, chef that's going to blow your fucking palate away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I say that, it's just like. People subjectively put you in a your um what's the word you're you're expendable mm. and I hate that mm. just because they didn't research or understand the severity or the 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 true work that goes into that goes into something like that like people hit me up and it's like they're knowledgeable and they're professional in what they do but they thought that a 35 minute short film that includes audio lighting cinematography photography is an easy task and i said i could lie to you and show up with a dslr and on a gimbal and then we could just do that but I said, if you're not shooting for the stars, like if you're not trying to get on Netflix, if you're not trying to get on Hulu, you're doing it for yourself and you're wasting your time and your money. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to lie to you. So I'm like, this is what it would cost in a general idea. You would actually have to raise money for that. Mm-hmm. Because I even know like if I wanted to accomplish something of that stature, I would have to do the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people don't understand that, like you said earlier, what work, the amount of work that goes into something, right? Yeah. There's like, and I say this all the time, it's like somebody hit me once with like, oh, I think I'm compensating you for the time that you're going to be on set. Or I think I'm compensating you enough for the time that you are spending there. Something along those lines. Do we have a slap sound? (laughs) I could put one of these. (laughs) So... I'm explaining to people that our day, especially for a wedding, right? We're shooting 10 to 12 hour days sometimes. Uh, Most weddings are 10 to 12 hours. And what people don't understand is that, yeah, we're spending 10 to 12 hours shooting. We spend about an hour uh, speaking to the clients, communicating with the clients all year. Um, And then we spend maybe another 15 to 20 hours editing photos and videos. So in actuality, we're working about 40 to 50 hours on one particular wedding. And that's on a good, efficient day. Yeah. 
you know? And we're doing these multiple times, you know? Because that could so. easily get bumped. Like, people <clears throat> people don't... People think 90 hours is a long time, and how, how do you even run into that? But over the... Like, over months, like, again, when you're... Like, a 15-minute clip, mm-hmm. right? It's considered, like, a short film. Mm-hmm. So when you're creating a 15-minute clip for a client for... I didn't even think about that. It is like a short film. That's what I'm saying. For under ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, okay. That's not even including the photos and the time that you spend exactly. shooting them. You're doing it for pennies because you're making it look easy, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. When you make it look easy, when a basketball player makes the game look easy, when Kobe had the fluidity that he did and the jump shots that he did and the precision of just practicing and practicing and hitting that game. There's a reason why Shaq couldn't be Kobe. Why, no offense to Shaq, but I'm saying it's just he's built different. But you have to understand people are built different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like not everybody is able to accomplish. Like I can't, I not that I want to, but I still can't. Even if I wanted to emulate or mimic it to its highest power, like, I can't do what Tarantino does. Mm-hmm. I can't do what Scorsese does. Like, I'm going to enter my own breed of mm-hmm. cinematography, but, like, I would never want to disrespect those guys of, like, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like a Michael Bay. I said, oh, that's easy. I just need an anamorphic lens. No, bro. <laughs> We noticed that the other day we had the anamorphic lens, but we couldn't get any flares because yeah, yeah. the sun was being a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, like you know, never disrespect the professional not coming to them prepared because a lot of people just like, I don't know, maybe they get a- ahead of their horses and they just like what they see, but they don't understand what what's going to go into it. Mm-hmm. And then they... Think that they're like, ha ha! I outsmarted them. I got the guy who to do it for cheaper, <laughs> but they're never going to experience the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I speak to uh, certain people, and they always tell me that they are in this group of friends that are in, at that age where they're getting married. So they've gone to a bunch of weddings in the last few years, and they always bump into the same photographer slash videographer crew, mm. and they always look at these guys that they're getting paid like ten to fifteen thousand dollars. And they're looking at them like, why are they even here? They're rude, number one. Number two, their work sucks. But these people keep getting hired. You know and why? Because for a fraction of the price. Unfortunately, it's either a game of Simon Sense or Monkey See, Monkey Do. Yeah, basically. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard to, you know, escape that. It's like people, you know, we might have different palettes. I'm, to me, I'll be like, oh, yo, Chipotle is banging. You should go with Chipotle. And then you let go to Chipotle and you're like, this is the nastiest shit I ever ate. Yep. Instead of giving Chick-fil-A a fucking run. I had Chipotle earlier. <laughs> I'm sorry about you that. You know what I like more than Chipotle now? What's that? Kava. Kava's good. Yeah. Kava's slamming. Yeah. Same idea, different, <clears throat> different ethnicity. So many flavors and sauces and top. Oh, God. Yeah. Shout out to Kava. But uh, you doing good now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, today... That was a nice vent session right there. Today, like, I mean, like I said, I wanted to get a little more uh, dressed up than usual today. Just enjoy the weather. Um, it was really nice today. It was a little yeah. hot today. It was hot, but it was nice. It was nice. I went to Cafe Giotto in Montclair. Super exceptional food. 
they do something I usually ask for, but it comes like naturally on the menu. Mm-hmm. It has a chicken parm sandwich on their own baked bread. Oof. And they put the fresh pomodoro sauce, which is just pomodoro. Italian for tomato. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they put like a slice of like grilled eggplant on it. I really like that. And um, yo, every dessert they have that I've tried thus far, really banging. Tiramisu, affogato, which is just gelato vanilla ice cream inside a nice double espresso. And today I tried the um, chocolate mousse, which was thoroughly rich in flavor. Damn it. My bad. What? No, you're good. We got to like condense these sounds because I was trying to find this sound. Hey. Going down the line, but there's so many damn sounds in this sound bank. Yeah, I know. Um, Okay. So that was it. Like, I mean, got a lot of the stresses off. There's something else I have to accomplish that I just thought about right now because uh, we have to get extra insurance for one of the weddings we're shooting. Mm. And that's it, though. Like, again, blessed to have great couples we're shooting for. Mm -hmm. Really nice, really thoughtful people. I'm excited for the next couple. Yeah. They pay on time. Um, You know, they're just nice people. Like, that's it. They're living their life. Really in love, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, get it. You can tell when people are doing it for the right reasons. Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, we're judging you guys as we're shooting you guys, yeah, just know that. But not really, that's the secret. Like, that's the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. You put us through hell, and they're like, Oh, yeah, I could see you through this lens, <laughs> I can see everything. <laughs> I see everything through this lens. How are you doing, though? Um, I know that was long winded, I just had no, to. It was good. That's what's the point of this segment. Too. I know. Just let it off your chest. But I felt like we got some like some good pointers for people, mm-hmm. you know, in between. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that's basically why we do this. Yeah. So let you guys know what we go through so that if you ever want to venture off and start off your own business, whatever it may be, especially in the photography, videography, or music business, um, that you learn from our mistakes or you take our accomplishments and level up. And do better than us. There's also another thing that I want to mention on the podcast real quick right now before you go is that I noticed with our contract with Orchard, we thought that was just for three years. Looking further into it, if we don't say no by the end of the third year, it's automatically renewed Mm. for another three years. Remind me when we're done here because I wanted to talk to you about something about that. Yeah, yeah. Read contracts. <laughs> yeah. So we could dip at any moment? No. Or we have to wait the three years and then say, hey, we out. Yeah, you have to you have to say we out before the third year. You have to up. sign out before the third year. Okay. If not, automatically in again for another three years. Okay. We gotta look into that. Yeah. Cause I wanna dip. Um He said ah. <laughs> Nachos. <laughs> on my end, they've been pretty good. Outside of like the the stressful tax season, and like I told you on the phone, I think yesterday I had this <clears> habit of procrastinating and just adding to the stress. So every time I think about it, I get stressed out, fucks up my whole day. And instead of taking care of it earlier in the year and just getting it out of the way, <clears throat> um, I procrastinate and I wait till the last minute, <coughs> and it makes it even more stressful, which is really annoying on my end, which is something that I need to work on. Okay. Which is something I'm going to work on because we know we're going to owe money at the end of the year anyway. So I might as well just bite the bullet and figure it out from there, you know? So you're reliving, you're reliving <clears throat> like a dream 
that you constantly know is coming yeah and reliving the same outcome same stress I feel the same level of stress every single time I think about it. I look at the the forms on the table and I'm like, I got to get to it, but not right now because my anxiety's flaring up. And yeah. So then when I actually sat down, and I used to do this at school too, where it's like, I'll have a 10 page paper due and I don't do it until like the f- day before. Procrastination. Procrastination. And I feel like I work better under pressure. Okay. But when it comes to something like this, I feel like I should just take care of it at the beginning of the year. So you crumble under taxes, but... Right. Diamond. I did really, really well in school doing that, but yeah. during tax season, it's just really, really stressful. And yeah, I school was asked to prove to you that it doesn't really work all yeah. the time. Not really. but Because I used to do the same thing. Yeah, I used to pull out crazy shit out of my ass. Like, I would write a whole report on something I have no idea about. And yeah. I used to get really good grades. <laughs> I'd, ha- I'd have the... um. <clears throat> Three lines of space between each paragraph <laughs> to make up more pages. They'll be, oh, six-page paper. I'm like, no problem. Do the double space, but do the 1.5 double, well, the 1.5 spacing or whatever. I wish we had the point. I was like, push it to the limit. <laughs> Pushing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, outside of that, I, I had a good week. I had two shoots this weekend, two bridal showers. Uh, one on Saturday, uh, referred by Jerry. Thank you, Jerry, for that one. Jerry coming through with the gigs. Hold on. I got this. Thank you, Jerry, for that referral. It was a lovely, lovely family. It was a bridal shower for a lovely young lady. Uh, Her mom hired me, and it was five minutes from my house. Beautiful. At a restaurant that I like going to, so. Um, Shout out the restaurant. Barrow House. Barrow House? Barrow House, yeah. B-A-R-R-O-W House. Oh, Barrow. In Clifton, New Jersey. It's a really cool spot. They I think I told you about it. They changed their menu seasonally. And they change the theme every few months. And That's dope. the theme they have now is Alice in Wonderland, which is pretty dope. That's fine. Um, and then on Sunday, I did Marina, uh, Santi's uh, fiance's uh, bridal shower. I was attending that one, and I was shooting. So I took over 600 photos. I got beef with you guys because I'm only shooting your wedding, okay? <laughs> you didn't hire me for nothing else. Nothing else. You said... Rich, we love your photos, but all you're doing is hiring Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think because I would, I was doing them as like gifts. No, so I, know. I was like, I know. I'm coming. I'm coming though. I'm gonna. I'm coming in a competitive state. I'm saying when I shoot this wedding up, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, bah, 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 you bah, see? Bah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But not really. <laughs> no, we having a shootout right now? We're going to have a shootout. <laughs> I'm going to take my suit off and snatch somebody's camera out of their hand and start shooting. The I'm fucking Owen Wilson in a cowboy <laughs> outfit. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. So I did that Sunday. Uh, I had my cousin's thing, my little baby cousin's thing on Friday. Just like an hour. Nothing crazy. It's in my backyard. It's nothing nuts. The cousin we shot for earlier this year? No, 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 no. I don't think you've met them. They're on my dad's side of the family. Okay. A little white baby, I call her. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Your dad's family is just incredibly all, all over the place. Jesus. And uh, I did the edits because usually when I do like events, I it's easier to edit events because all you're doing is like color correcting, maybe boosting exposure here and there, shadows and stuff. Um, and then just putting the lift shadows preset on it. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. Lift shadows is like the lamination <laughs> um, of perfection. So I edited maybe like 
800 photos over the weekend. Like I said, it's like you take one corner, you take photos in one corner of the room, you edit one photo, you copy and paste on all of them. So it wasn't a lot of work. Maybe I did about two, three hours of editing Nice for those 800 photos. So they loved it. They all did. I actually hate um, event photography. I hate it. I think it's easier. I don't like the non-creative aspect of it. Yeah, I was going to say it's not really a controlled environment. No, not really. Um, one was way better than the other one. Like the Barrel House, the lighting in there is atrocious. I can imagine. Because um, it has like this dim, dimly lit setting. It's, it feels like a cabin, sort mm. of. They have like the taxidermy deer in the corner type vibe. I, I never knew like who who said like, yeah, this is welcoming. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Outside of that, like the restaurant is great. Good. <laughs> but you're staring at a boar that's like right above your date's head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Um, but yeah, the, the lighting in there is atrocious, even though it was at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. There's like no windows whatsoever, which sucks because they told me that they had the outside space rented out last year. Okay. But when it came, they had to push it back this year. Somebody had already rented out the space. Gotcha. In the back and the outside. So that sucks. And then on Sunday, the lighting was way better. Um, big windows. Um, and and it, like that's that's one thing that I don't know. If, like a restaurant, I guess it's at the last thing on their list. But it's like, damn, why couldn't you have made a restaurant that's like, like someone people like us, like, like Just thinking about a photographer? Yeah, the that's. Whole time. I'm saying like, like if you're a director and you're like, oh, I love this uh, restaurant. Like they're they're delicious. I can also see a scene being shot in here. Mm-hmm. It's like broaden your horizons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like be the next. I don't know where they've shot in certain like famous restaurants, but like be the Ritz Hotel. You know, like be the Ritz Hotel of like your town. Like be. But what if that's the vibe they want to go for? I guess so. Dark cabin vibes. Yeah, but then it's like you're not you, thinking about the photographer that's coming. By. You're like your nostalgia is depressing. You're like, yeah, I remember when the best part of my life was in a dark bar in fucking Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I kind of like those vibes in certain environments, like yeah. especially in the winter time, because it kind of gives you that warm, homey feeling. But know? again, it has to do with like I guess a certain amount of lighting, mm-hmm. right? Like. Lots of oranges, lots of yellows in there. Yeah, like when I when I've when I've gone into an Applebee's or a fucking Charlie Brown's, like I know what the fuck is up. <laughs> I know what you're trying to sell me. You know, you're like, welcome to this all American. You can smell the grill in the back, and we'll slap cheese on anything you want. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Oh, I used to eat the Fiesta lime chicken at Applebee's. Yeah, <sighs> I had everything that like. Basically told us that like you know it gave you some form of cancer ten years later. The loaded mash. I'm no, sure they threw that shit right in the fucking microwave. See, I, I feel like you got fancy with Applebee's. I did. Me, I went there for the half price appetizers. Oh yeah, you know we stuff. Definitely like, did that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then I discovered the uh, Fiesta lime chicken. Okay. So if I was there in, earlier before ten o'clock, yeah, I'm, I'm having that. Replacing the rice with. Um, Loaded mashed potatoes, and then take the cheesy, like saucy chicken, and throw it on the fucking potatoes. <laughs> the furthest like I've little... dipped these balls into fucking Applebee's pool is like changing up from a fucking brownie to a blondie. Yo, that shit was slamming. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm drooling. You know how they came with the sauce? 
Which one? That looked like somebody came on your sauce. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about for the blondie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I like mean, that, um, what they put on uh, Cinnabons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The glaze. Yeah. Human A- glaze. Applebee's is just part of like your teenage years. You're like, oh, yeah. I only have $5 and you're going to make the best of it. Yo, I used to go to Applebee's, get like three appetizers and a drink for like 15 bucks. It's like highway robbery. Exactly. <laughs> and they will get you twisted. Uh-huh. You'll be full. Mm-hmm. And all, you, all you need was one drink from that bar. And you'll cleanse yourself <laughs> out. By the time you reach home, you're like, wow, I got everything. Because you have a teenage bartender just overpouring on the overpouring. drinks. Overpouring. Oh, it was the best. I've worked at Applebee's Man. for a little bit. Did you? I've worked at everything you can imagine. Coolahan's, like- Applebee's, Chipotle. I remember when you were at Chipotle. Yeah. Worst times of my life. <laughs> I hate it here. My breaking point where somebody's like, can you wrap their burrito again? I'm like, I just lost my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, before I forget, I was going to bring this up last time. And I'm holding, I was holding on to this topic the whole time because I really wanted to talk about it last time. Okay. But uh, we're going to talk about it right now. Let's do Let's switch gears and talk about the Mandela effect. Fuck. I had the sound ready too. <laughs> God damn it. Let's talk about the Mandela effect. Do you know what the Mandela effect is? Mandela effect is mm. when I believe my definition it might be twisted. But when you... When something sounds true to the point you believe it's true, but it's not. No? Sounds like gaslighting. <laughs> That's what we talked about last yeah, time. Yeah, but I thought it was in correlation with it. Kind of. So it's basically something that, um, it's like a memory thing where you remember something that didn't really happen. Or okay. Something along those lines. So I'll read the exact definition. In psychology, a false memory is a phenomenon where someone recalls something that did not happen or recalls it differently from the way it actually happened. Press the button again. COVID-19. Is it real? I had an an article here that that explained where the name came from. Uh Uh-huh. But I lost the article. But from what I remember, apparently it started when... People thought that Mandela died in prison years before he actually died. Yeah. That's kind of where the name came from. Because he was in that motherfucker for so long. Yeah. So he was in prison, then came out, if I'm not mistaken. And then he died years later. Yeah. And then when he actually died, people were like, wasn't he already dead? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's pretty much where the name came from. But I got a few popular ones that I want to run by you. I guess people do that with our music careers. They're like, do you still rap? (laughs) And then you're like, uh, yeah. we never rapped before. What are you talking about? Oh, shit. Uh, so I have a few of them. <laughs> a couple are actually Star Wars related. So I'm going to see if you can get, get these. Um, Don't test me, Jay. C3PO. What color is C3PO? He's gold. He's gold. Was he gold all over? Yes. You sure? Except for his like stomach. Okay. You kind of see wires. Did you know that he had a silver leg? In one of them, yes. Yes. You knew that? Yeah. Okay, cool. In one of, of that. Don't, you know, a lot of people don't remember that. Yeah. And I actually watched the clip. Um, 
Because I, I always thought he was gold, and I'm not the biggest. No, no, no. Fan. He is. It's just like one. Yes, yeah, one episode. Yeah, I mean one one part one, of the series. Yeah, he had a silver leg. Nobody really thought about that yeah. because in toys and like other things outside of the movie, he's all gold. Well, also like in episode one, when Anakin was building him, he was just the eyes and all wires. Mm-hmm. So like you know, for sure. Like I guess like a majority. Like if you thought of C three PO. All gold, like that's the way he sold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like R two D two. Yeah, he's like blue, white, white and red. red. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I got another one here. What was the famous line said by Darth Vader that's heard all around the world? I am your father. I am your father. A lot of people remember him saying, "Luke, I am your father." Oh, that's true. That's the full actually, sentence. But he actually doesn't say that. He just says, "I am your father." Apparently, yeah. So that's another Star Wars related one for you. So a lot of people, it says... Uh, <laughs> Luke does the ugliest face, though, after that. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> So it says, perhaps the most uh, famous movie line uh, wasn't even said. All he really said was, I am your father. Yeah. Um, here's a Mr. Rogers theme song related one. Or in your in French, it'd be like, Je suis ton père. <laughs> <laughs> So, the Mr. Rogers theme song, what is the famous line in that song that they repeat over and over again? Wish you be my neighbor. It's a... It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? Okay. So, you remember him saying, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, correct? Beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Yeah. Okay. Well, it actually says it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. In this? Yeah. That changes everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> like, how do you even fit that? That list? excludes Irvington, <laughs> East Orange, Montclair, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Clifton. You're, you're watching Mr. Rogers uh, in the neighborhood, and you're singing the song, and you're in the middle of, like, the hood is part of Newark or Patterson. <laughs> It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. So all the kids that visited him, like maybe they were coming up 280 from from the hood. And they're like, Mr. Rogers, please switch the lyrics of the song. Was he wait, where did he really live? Chicago? Like his made up thing was like, I know he was part of a makeup town, but it was in a real place, right? Where did I think it was Chicago? Let's see. Toronto. Toronto. What the hell? Mr. Rogers from Toronto? No. It's not in He's the got ties with Drizzy Drake? Of make believe, <laughs> but the place Mr. Rogers of children's TV fame called home is on the market. Oh, the actual home is located in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. What okay. neighborhood did Mr. Very Rogers Very industrial. Live in? Yeah, apparently he lived. I don't know if Ooh. that was part of the show. Yeah. But apparently the house is in Pittsburgh. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's another one. Uh, another popular one is peanut butter. Yes. Is it Jif or is it Jiffy? Jif. Good job. A lot of people remember it as Jiffy because they com- uh, confuse it with the competitor Skippy. Yeah. So a lot of re- people remember this logo. That's weird. As opposed to the actual yeah, Jif logo. Yeah, you know what was better than Jif though? And I don't know if people can, you know, remember it, but Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan 
knock the socks off. Like my grandma used to make like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She's oh, like Peter Pan the peanut, the peanut butter. butter. Oh, I'm like, what the hell does Peter Pan have to do with this? <laughs> I don't do, 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 do. Peter Pan. I don't remember. Is that it part a peanut butter or is it a children's story? <laughs> I love that sound. I That's definitely know. gonna make it into the final uh, nice. sound bank. So uh, another popular one is the Fruit of the Loom logo. Okay. Which one is the correct one? I can't really see from here. I know it has the grapes in it. No, it's the one on the right. On the right. Good job. You're really good at this. Apparently, a lot of people remember it with this cornucopia in it. You know what it is? It's because, like, my visual memory, or just, like, my memory when I, like, when I'm interested in something, you ask me, yeah, you ask me about a lot of Star Wars. It's like, that shit can't be toyed with. (laughs) Like, I've studied, like, as a kid, like, the fucked up part is, like, I'd go in the aisles, and I looked at the Tide logo, and I just stared at it, and I'm like... The way you think about it in your head is not the way it looks in real life. Yeah. It's part of a marketing scheme, though. Yeah. Like, of how how it gets imprinted in your brain. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. So, I felt like I studied that stuff a lot even before we got into this mm-hmm. type of work. I wonder, in reference to the peanut butter one that I just mentioned, if Skippy was more popular than Jif at that time. And that's why maybe people confused it with... It's weird because I feel like Jif goes further back than Skippy. Yeah. But do you think maybe Skippy at some point surpassed it? And that's why people... Or maybe it was the new kid on the block and they were like, oh, Jiffy now. (laughs) Confusing it with Skippy? I mean, the only thing that I know that was literally that Jiffy was Jiffy Lube. Mm. And like... That too. I, I don't know. Like, for me, I wouldn't be... Again, no offense to anybody else. I wouldn't be confused by that. Okay. I would feel like that was too out of the way. You ate a lot of peanut butter, my friend. I think I have, yeah. <laughs> shit gets you through shit. Sticks you know, to your I never ribs. liked peanut butter when I was younger. And then when I actually tried, because you know how kids are when they're fucking annoying and young. Uh, you don't try something and you're like, ew, I hate it. And then when you actually try it, it's like, ooh, this is actually pretty good. Peanut butter is American as shit because in France, it's part of, you know how we have like. um, It's American as shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's like, you know how like we have like uh, our international aisle in most path marks or something? Like some some of them call them ethnic, mm-hmm. you know, where you have Goya and you have like certain Asian products and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In France, we have like an American one where they have the little taco thing you can make. <laughs> they have peanut oh, butter. with the gummies? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. There was one. Um, do you remember the little burgers? The yeah. The little candy burgers? Mm-hmm. They stacked the little candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, they had like it's funny, but like peanut butter is such an. Uh, I wouldn't say it's completely an American thing, because like even in like Chinese culture, they always had like some form of like like a peanut butter noodle, but I don't know how it was peanut butter noodle. You know, yeah, because like 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 in in Chinese, um, oh, like Thai stuff, like yeah, like you know how they they have like peanut, yeah, 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 peanut paste. So it's kind of <laughs> like it's incorporating other like cultures, but yeah. like America. Uses peanut butter everything. We're talking about like we're thinking about like the Reese's franchise and like God knows everything that peanut butter is used here. It's not like that everywhere else. It's like used in moderation. Hmm. Here it's like peanut butter is like you know put that shit on everything. Yeah, I saw a burger. The would you ever try a burger with peanut butter and jelly on it? Ah, uh, no. I mean, I would try, but I don't think I would like. I, I wouldn't I, say like I enjoy it like. I would say 
if this was like a month ago, I would say no. Okay. But when I went to Vegas, I tried a burger with uh, blueberry ketchup. Okay. And when I saw it on the menu, I thought it was interesting. And of course, eh, let me try it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was actually like blueberries infused in the ketchup. So okay. I was like, how is this going to work? But it was actually like blueberry jam in the burger. Okay. And it was actually really good. I mean, when you, when you, again, we know that like fats, acids, and salt, you know, start mm-hmm. fucking with the palate. You know, that's the trio. So yeah. if you throw in something sweet, I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't work. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also the guy that's like, if you grill a pineapple, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I know that gets your rocks off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I spoke too soon. <laughs> Jay literally like off. pops his top. He's like, oh, man, let's order some Hawaiian pizza right now. <laughs> but you did like the Hawaiian pizza. I did. Time. I did. Jay changed my mind on yeah. that. Um Plus we were like, <laughs> I was we were, like, we were drunk that I was six whiskeys in, and Jay's like, try okay. this pizza. I'm like, that's fucking day, amazing. Have you tried it sober? We'll try. No, I started oh, okay. sober, and I grabbed like one slice to try because and then you you, ate, like, you approached me. After you <laughs> I just kept going. I just kept going, and I wasn't mad at it, you know, because I thought, you know, like you think about pineapple pineapple pizza, and you think of like instant heartburn, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, this is gonna like, I'm just gonna get that nasty up vomit in my mouth all night but <laughs> it was vomit. good you that know what i'm gross. saying <laughs> yeah a lot of people talk shit about it but I, I love pineapple on a lot of things i tried pineapple in a burger grilled pineapple in a burger once slamming i can't do i really just i just burger. i don't know pineapple to me is like pineapple on chicken is good i sound like the missionary sex guy when i'm like nah i don't put pineapple mm-hmm. on anything but i'm like <laughs> turn around babe yeah, there's nothing wrong with missionary by the way <laughs> No, but that when you only do it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there was a problem. But like I'm just like assume the position. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're introducing pineapples in my life. You're like, yeah, you like anal now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. Let's do the Monopoly guy. Does he have a monocle? Yes or no? Do you remember? No, him? he doesn't. Looking like that or like this? I can't see that. Okay. I'm well, sorry. you said no, he doesn't. No. You, I hate you. You are really good at this game. Sorry. Well, anyway, a lot of people remember him with a monocle on. No, it's the peanut guy that's got the monocle. Exactly. So a lot of people confuse him with Planters Peanut Company mascot, Mr. Peanut. I think that I, th- I feel like <clears throat> that's just like life's way of saying, like, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> you're in the, the visual game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I was just like. So it's little things like that, marketing wise, that a lot of people don't remember or do yeah. remember, and it helps your brand. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the last one that I have, because a lot of them are like... Damn, I'm almost, what, six for six? You were really good. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, I'm almost so you're there. six for six so far. All right. And the last one is, is it Smokey the Bear or Smokey Bear? Oof. Smokey the Bear. Uh, I hit the fart sound and the wrong answer sound at the same time. Sounded good. That's good. <laughs> it's actually Smokey Bear. Damn, I would have yeah. been that guy on Millionaire that's like, you had one thing away from a million. I'm you like, sure you don't want to walk away on this one. You're uh, like, nah, final. I should have called a friend. <laughs> but yeah, it's Smokey Bear. Because I always remember them making fun of me, like Smokey the Bear. Yeah, we all called him Smokey the Bear growing up, but 
It is Smokey Bear. Bear. Smokey Bear. If only you could prevent forest fires. But um, let's go back to the first bank and give you a round of applause for that because six for seven is really good. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, I'll give you a bonus one. All right. Looney Tunes. Is it T-O-O-N-S or T-U-N-E-S? And you can walk away with the wait, wait, right? say, wait, say it again. The tunes in Looney Tunes. Yeah. Do you spell it T O O N S or T U N E S? T O O. A lot of people confuse it with, with that because cartoons, yeah. Looney Tunes, but it's actually T U N E S. Damn. Yeah. But you did good. Overall. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Uh, so that's the Mandela effect. There's a lot more. Um, there was a video I saw recently. I forgot what it was, but I'm not going to bring it up because I can't remember it. But there's a lot of these. The The article that I read had like 40 of them. Mm. And a lot of them are related to like pop culture and like products and stuff. Like it's that. probably like something where it's like if I asked you like Toronto Raptors, does the Raptor have a ball in his hand or no? Kind of like that. Yeah. He does. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, stuff like that. It has to do with like a lot of logos, a lot of like pop culture references and like movies. Apparently another one is um is a scary the one the movie scary movie. There's one I saw recently that apparently does not exist. Like number four or something. Scary like that. movie Mandela effect. Here we go. Because there was something in the movie that we were like, yeah, I remember him saying that, but he doesn't. Mm. Scary. There was another one. Um, Remember Sh- uh, Sinbad, the actor? Yes. Apparently, he was supposedly in a movie called Shazam back in the day that apparently never existed. Yeah, because Shaq was... Shaq was Kazam. Kazam. Right. But there was clips of Sinbad dressed up like a genie. And people thought it was Shazam. Shazam. And then now he's leaning into it and kind of trolling people and saying that it did exist. Mm. And in other interviews, he's saying it didn't exist. So now my brain's about to explode. Sinbad was such like, I don't know, like he pops up here and there, but like he was such an icon of the era, like in the 90s and stuff. I was like, you know what movie I watched recently over okay. the holidays? Remember Jingle All the Way with Absolutely. him and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. I think this is it right here. There's a scene. Sure, man. In scary movie. I see white people. Man, this <laughs> shit is awesome. <laughs> Yo, son, you gotta roll some more. That shit. Uh, I gotta do more research on it, but I saw a video about it the other day. Anyway, something you think happened. There's something in the movie Scary Movie that we all remember it happening, but apparently it never did. So then you go back into like promo clips and like commercials. Is it something they showed in the trailer, but it didn't make it to it? Maybe. That's what a lot of people are explaining. Because, like, it's like, yeah, it's because it's Mm -hmm. like, we're, you know, Mm -hmm. if there's that many people, it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Curious George, does he have a tail or not? No. Damn. You're very good at this. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's another one on here. Febreze. How do you spell Febreze? Um, wait, there's no A in it. Mm-mm. I don't know how to spell it to be honest. 
<laughs> you didn't even know how to spell it. F R E B R E E Z E. No. A lot of people think it's that. F E B R E E Z E. A lot of people think it's that, but it's actually F E B R E Z E. Easy. Easy. Instead yeah. of E E E Z. Right. Okay. Now, Oscar Mayer. Uh huh. Remember Oscar Mayer wieners? Yeah, yeah, with the little like car as a hot dog. Yeah. A lot of people remember it as M A Y E R, but it's actually M E Y E R. M E. Yeah, Mayer. It's like Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you that's my that effects for you guys. That was dope. Hope you guys enjoyed that. But uh, look into it. There's a lot of current ones that a lot of people are like. That sucks. Like if your name's associated with something where it's like, yo, man, he's been gone for so long. Did that motherfucker die? And he's like, I'm not dead yet. And then when he dies. I actually just found the article. Hold on. Here it is. Let's start with the reason we're all here. Nelson Mandela, who this theory is named after, died in 2013. However, countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in the 1980s. But his death isn't the only example of Mandela effect. He is the Mandela effect. <laughs> and then when you think that he died, he's still alive. Imagine. Wow. That'd be wild. All right. Do you want to... I had a conversation with somebody else the other day, right? Uh-huh. I don't want this episode to go on too long. Gotcha. Uh, but I found this very interesting. And we were having the conversation of the word a blowjob. Yeah. And we were trying to understand... Why they call it a blowjob and not like a suck job. Okay. Right? So I fell into this wormhole of, and I hope nobody goes through my search history <laughs> when I die. Because <laughs> I started researching, why do they call it a blowjob? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I fell into this wormhole of where the term came from and how it originated. Mm. This is what I came up with. So let's see. Let me summarize this article. The term blow wasn't applied specifically to fellatio, however, until 1930 when we saw the first recorded usage of it in a pulp novel called, I don't want to read it, it also featured into a popular underground poem that circulated in 1948 called The Platonic Blow, which some have tried to attribute to W.H. Auden. I think that's the author. Author. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But while some claim that the term is derived from Victorian prostitute slang referring to performing oral sex as giving a below job. Like oh, below. below job. The first recorded usage of below job was in a Tijuana, Tijuana Bible, a type of comic book that depicted popular cultural figures engaged in explicit sexual acts. Printed in 1948, which featured one McCarthy-era male politician telling another, you give such good blowjobs. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the females giving blowjobs. That, that probably is a fucking crazy job. That's another conversation I actually had the other day because I was telling people that that was going to come out very wild. But fuck it, I'm just going to say it, that blowjobs are more difficult than giving oral sex to a female. They're both, I, they're different. You know what I'm saying? Because the actual act itself is more difficult. It could be, depending on like what your partner wants and stuff. But I'm thinking too, right? If you don't know the technique for going down on your girl, it's like your tongue will get tired that's easily. Your that's, jaw will right, get tired. That's something different. So your girl's preference 
and what she likes is different from Bro. the actual act of like exactly bobbing up and down, moving your hands up and down, moving your jaw up and down, keeping your if teeth she, out if, of the if, way. If she's naturally got a gag for reflex or not, like, right? So I don't know. I mean, we could talk about that all day, but what do you guys think? Leave a comment. What do below. you guys think? <laughs> this is the first time the comments could be like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, and the last thing I had for today is remember how we I brought up the uh hold your horses thing? Yeah. Uh another term that I looked up that uh I think Carlos gave me this reference. Um the term rule of thumb and where did it come from? Okay. Uh da, 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 da. in popular imagination in England, at least, the rule of thumb has been said to derive from the belief that English law allowed a man to beat a wife, his wife with a stick so long as it was no thicker than his thumb. That was very violent. Man, what's <laughs> wrong with English people? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to offend some English people because I was thinking, right? You think about the stereotype English people. First of all, they got like messed up teeth, right? English people are known to be like the fucking invaders of everywhere. Your food was bland up until the 19th century. Your, I don't know, like it's just like outside of great tailoring. <laughs> And like your accents, <laughs> give me <laughs> some fucking context of like what makes the English superior <laughs> outside of. You know, it's funny. When I went to Ibiza a couple years ago, I went to a. Because one thing I didn't like about Ibiza was the food. Maybe I didn't go to the right places, but I hear that Ibiza is not very. Well known. Jay's for like the they food. they crush ecstasy and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I stopped into a, I think it was a Popeyes because I was like, fuck this shit. They can't fuck up Popeyes. So I went to Popeyes and I was sitting there and I was listening to this guy talking. <laughs> and we started a conversation. Well, that's completely unrelated to what I was going to talk about. But uh, I'm sitting there and there's this drunk British guy, and he goes. I love your accent. Where are you guys from? I was like, I love your accent. Where are you from? <laughs> so we got into a conversation how we each love each other's are accents. Are we best friends? <laughs> and uh, I saw this other Why video. do I imagine it's like a hungover Idris Alba? <laughs> no, it was like a super white guy. Oh, okay. Never mind. I wish it was like an Idris Alba type because it would make it even more interesting. He's like, like hey, mate. British guy. He's like, you got to come out to my show. You know why? Because I'm DJing tonight <laughs> with Diplo. Awesome. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Fucking amazing. Or like John Boyega or something. But anyway, that's all I have today. Any um, artists to shout out today? Yeah, man, I came across we shout out a ton of artists last time. Can you hook me up? Is the is the cable over there? You can just tell me. I'll hook it up on. Uh, I'll look it up on Spotify. Gotcha. All right. So, um, I spoke about child last time. Yeah. So that's See. cool. I saw a video of him uh, doing like a like a live little jam. Yeah. Yeah, there was um there was an artist I came across recently that their name is Savannah Ray, and I really fuck with Highly Favored. You know how you came across her? Timbaland, Timbaland. Oh, no, no, no. I'm confusing her with somebody else that I put you on. Yeah, Timbaland. Um, 
Timberland so like made a post right. about it, and I was just like, wow, like even from listening to it play in the background on his distorted story, it sounded really fly. What's the song? Um, it's called Highly Favored. Highly I think it's the favorite. intro. Mm-hmm. So this is Savannah Ray. Yeah. And we're going to continue playing songs on here until we can actually monetize this YouTube channel. And until then, we were going to keep on playing music, shouting these dope artists out. And then once we start monetizing, we're going to take all this shit down. <laughs> yes. This is Savannah Ray. Never had someone show me how to improve Trying to make it leave just to beat you to the punch But somehow you still, you still Put up with all my shit Nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist I'm convinced heaven exists And nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist hey. I'm blessed and highly favored Such a vibe These are the songs that get us through life, that get us through editing, that, that we vibe out to once we want to chill out. Mm-hmm. On the way to photo shoots and video shoots. At the video shoots. At the video shoots. Not video shoots themselves, but at photo shoots. Mm-hmm. In the speaker of the vision room. Ooh. That drop, though. Funny, I remember asking you if this was produced by Timbaland. We found out it was uh, Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder be killing it. Boy Wonder. Actually, this one is not produced by Boy Wonder. It was the other one. This was produced by Akil Henry and Yogi the Producer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Savannah Ray. Savannah Ray. That was highly favored on her Opia album i have two more joints but if you want to go in let me know uh you could go all right so i have um there's another band they're called bon iver bon iver b-o-n-i-v-e-r bon and there's a song called p-d-l-i-f pronounce that bon iver i would say so i was pronounced it bon iver bon iver mad white I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Iver is like, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to go for a French flair because Bone, but it's Bone is B-O-N-N-E, but. C'est bon? What does that mean? It could be Bone Iver because he's whatever. From, he's from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely but Bon Iver. They're from Wisconsin, but they've also worked with people like Kanye and stuff like that over the years. Um, That's how I remember the name. This, um, the song P-D-L-I-F, I feel like I've, I came across it like two years ago. But I still bump it to this day because I feel like it relates to a lot of like what's going on now. What's it called? P D L I F. Bon Iver P D L I F. Yeah. Bon Iver. It's such an emotional. I gravitate towards emotional songs. Yeah. So if you're listening to this episode in the future and you don't hear the music, it's because we found out a way to monetize this channel. And YouTube took the song down. (laughs) This is dope. And it keeps switching in different parts. It's a vibe. 
Who's this lovely voice? I love songs that just break out into like a cool little like segment from like a movie or a poem yeah. or something in the middle. I've been finding those good mediums where it's like it's movie-esque and stuff. I like, I like. So that's Bon. Let's just keep on calling him Bon Iver. Bon Iver. P-D-L-I-F. And then the last song I came across that I really like was Hold Me by Solar Body. Ooh, Hold Me, Solar Body. Again, all just dope vibes. Turn up a little bit. This is definitely like editing music. Yeah. It feels like a sample almost. Mm. He only has 4,000 listeners on Spotify at the moment. That's fly. From Minnesota. Solar body. More like instrumental vibes, but it's dope. They call these, uh, and Sam is doing stuff like this. Um, He goes by Winter, I think. Yeah. Uh, They call this uh, chill beats or chill vibes or something like that. Yeah. Because it's like a repetitive line or, you know, whatever. But it's just like you can keep listening to it. Yeah. And then the instrumental might break out into some, like, drops. Yeah. For the most part, it's like a constant, like... Yeah. So that is Solar Body. Starting to sound like a radio show. Solar Body. And that was Solar Body with Hold Me on... The Terrible Reception Podcast. <laughs> you ever listen to Power After Hours? Yeah. <laughs> Power After Hours. I used to listen to Power After Hours when I was like 10, maybe 11 years old. I had mm. no business listening to this. For one particular song. And it was, I want to lick you up and down. Until <laughs> you say stop. Stop. <laughs> All right. So mine are more uh, upbeat vibes. At least the one that I'm going to play right now is a uh, song by Diplo, Elderbrook, Sophia, Cortesis, mm. and Andim. Oh, now that you're going in the EDM mode, I was going to give Gattuso a shout out because his Save Me song is fire. We'll play that next. Yeah. But right now, we're going to vibe out to One by One, Sophia Cortesis remix by uh, Diplo. This is very like trans tropical vibes. Trans tropical. I was gonna yeah. say it sounds industrial too. Mm-hmm. The way that they be bringing in the bass and shit is crazy. Love the vocals on this. The vocals sound kind of like um, what's his name from Coldplay, Chris Martin. Mm. <clears throat> Should be interesting. Mm-hmm. I just love the buildup of this track because it's like consistently like elevates every few seconds mm. until like the drop. 
And these sounds too are so like mm. worldwide type of shit. Right, he sounds like Chris Martin. He does. <clears throat> he sounds like shy Chris Martin. <laughs> Like Chris Martin when he first started singing, he's yeah. like, "Go on, Chris, show him what you do. Show him what you do." <laughs> he's like, "Excuse me." <laughs> and then he slowly gets more and more comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you get belting, Chris Martin. That double clap is crazy. I love these vibes. So that's one by one by Diplo, Sophia Cortese's remix. That's fire. I'm gonna check out more of her stuff if it sounds like this. Um, and the other one I want to shout out is Giveon. I've been listening to this song because I showed it to you the other day. It's going viral on TikTok. But Giveon is this artist that you may have heard on Peaches with uh, Justin Bieber. And he was on Chicago Freestyle with Drake. He has a really interesting voice. Mm. Because he has a, it's like a deep, but I don't even know how to explain it. It's like he has a deep voice, but he can still hit very high notes. This Giveon Heartbreak Anniversary. He has a little bit of a labyrinth vibe in his voice. And the last song I have is by the legend Benny Benassi. Mm. Or Benny Benassi? Benny Benassi was like featuring the coolest Italian DJ guy ever. I think Benny Benassi was the first like dance. Yo, he so, did that first song was the first e- I guess what we would classify these days as EDM song I ever listened to. I went to go see Benny Benassi with one of my fucking craziest exes. And I was right behind, like, I was distanced that we are right here on the podcast. I saw him and he did this remix to Jimi Hendrix, Purple, was it Purple Haze? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Blew my fucking mind. He looks like Leon the Professional. He had longer hair before. Is he Italian? Yeah. Well, Benny Benassi is known for this song, but the... Have you ever heard this one by Benny Benassi? This is my shit. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I heard this. All right, that's not the song either. But it's uh, Benny Benassi featuring Jeremiah. Uh Uh-oh. Interesting combination when I first saw it, but it was super dope. Because I know Jeremiah is, like, branching off to, like, the EDM. 
myself and I Oh my la la love No one else, just me, myself and I it's a good look for Jeremiah, I think. A little bit of that uh, Ajima Jeannie melody. Damn, does he have some Benny Benassi style in here, though? Because he sounds a little bit like David Guetta. I was going to say, it sounds very David Guetta-ish. I don't think he goes hard like Benny no. Benassi does, but this is more of his commercial stuff. Gotcha. But I think he branched away from that stuff because the song I played prior to this is very lively and oh, bright. He's well known for like the industrial techno shit, but. But I see, I feel like, unfortunately, this has been done before. You feel me? How many times has the sound been used and like. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Anyway, those are my three songs. I was gonna say if we can, <clears throat> let's uh, let's put in Gatuso Save Me versus Gatuso with Violet Days. D A Y S. Save Me by Gatuso. Save Me. Here we go. Bump Mr. this Gattuso. one hard for the Gatuso. Our See, artwork went with it. He has our photo. Yep. I know you'll like this. I've heard it. I was waiting for this shit to drop, too. I was like, yeah. I like that our artwork is part of this song. <laughs> I can see him, he's like, I'm God to Uso. Yeah, this. The God to Uso figures. Everybody makes some noise! Everybody makes some noise! Those God to Uso saved me. Shout out to God to Uso for constantly using one eye photography. Yes. Shout out to him. He's like, no, I want to look sexy. Yeah, <laughs> so you are sexy. <laughs> He's like, you're damn right. Um, let's see. We're about and an that's hour. Where, <laughs> that's where he says, Buddha. Buddha. Let's see. <laughs> that's all the topics we have for today. You're- Thank you guys for joining us. This is a Terrible Reception Podcast episode 60. Um, we thank you guys for joining us once yes. again. Um, and I'm going to keep on repeating it until we get more subscribers. But make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell notification if you haven't already. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and leave a review. We are currently at five stars, which we greatly appreciate. Once again, ignore my comment in the beginning. I shouted myself out. Um <laughs> And then uh, on Spotify, just follow the podcast. We're also on Deezer, Google Podcasts, and some other shit on there. But uh, just Google Benetton or Terrible Reception, and we will pop up. Uh, follow us on social media. I am Jetplane J. Make sure you follow Benetton Music and Terrible Reception. 
and one eye photography all on Instagram. Yes. Yes, sir. So um yeah, my name is Trav Jesus, aka Parlay, aka Richard Copier for the people that really know me. And we're gonna sign out. But before we do, your name before you sign out is not gonna be Jay Suarez. It is going to be your favorite color and the last thing you ate last night. My favorite color. And what you ate last and night. And what I ate last night. <laughs> It's red lamb chop. <laughs> you are now tuned in. What's going on, everybody? My name is Jay Suarez, <laughs> a.k.a. Red Lamb Chop. You are now tuned in to the Terrible Reception Podcast. And my name is Blue Salmon. <laughs> and thank you for joining. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Um, we might do episodes every other week as we have a really busy summer coming up. But, um, you know, we're going to try to stay as consistent as possible for you guys. Uh, but thank you for being patient with us and tuning in whenever we do drop an episode. So we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a million times for tuning in. And again, tell a friend to tell a friend. Anybody that likes podcasts or radio shows, let them know that we're here for you guys. And uh, we're leveling up everything. Yes. Video, audio. For your viewing and audio pleasures. Next episode, we're going to do an ASMR video. Oh, my God. <laughs> but so with that said. With that said, let's hit him with the intro. In the, the outro. outro. <gasps> Hip thrust, woman. <laughs> oh, I got caught my nose ring. What? <laughs> Oh, my God.